Hello, this is Graham Cook. Welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. Today we're talking about circumstances. What do you do when you feel overwhelmed by events surrounding your life and you don't really know how to get on top of it and stay on top? I think, you know, the answer to a lot of questions, well, to every question really, begins with what is God saying and who is God for you in this particular moment? So a perspective that I've been learning for a number of years now is this. If you're in Christ, so are all your circumstances. That's a good point there, just a good place to stop and think for a minute. Yeah, I am in Christ. Christ is in me. Therefore, all my circumstances are in Christ also. So we can just stop and take a deep breath and just let the pressure of events just slide away from you because, you know, the Prince of Peace lives in you and he brings all of that peace to bear on our situations and circumstances. But here's another great thought too from Romans 8, 35 to 39 when he talks about that we cannot be separated from the love of God. And he goes into a whole bunch of things, most of them pretty awful, about these. we can't be separated from God even if all these things are happening one at a time or all at once. The truth is, he's in you, he, you're a habitation in him, and you can't be separated. So my follow-on thought from then is, so if, you're so, so if you can't be separated from the love of God, then your circumstances can't be separated from the presence and power of God. So here's the thing. He's with you, and that's what matters. He's with you. You can ask him questions. Uh, Sometimes seeking the Lord is just opening a conversation, saying, Father, I'm feeling overwhelmed by this, and I would much prefer to be overwhelmed by you. So I would appreciate being overwhelmed by your goodness, your peace, your rest, your love. Anything you've got to hand, <laughs> I want it. And, you know, there's an excitement in that, too, that, that God is ever-present and he's unchanging. So he will be to you the same on your worst day as he is on your best. He doesn't change. And so because he doesn't change, we don't have to change either. We don't have to come under something when the person living in us always puts us above the line of our circumstances and not beneath it. Colossians 3 says, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. So there is a point in us where we can separate from the circumstances to concentrate on the presence of God. And it's built into you who God is for you. He will be what he will be, and he will bring all that he has to bear. We just are learning to come to a point of uh, understanding who he is and ascribing to him uh, the power and uh, the promise that we need in a whole variety of situations. It's built in that God is our peace, that he is love, that he is joyful, And so we embrace who he is first. So we always give him the preeminence. You know, it doesn't 
take long. You don't need a couple of days to get oriented in the presence of God. A couple of minutes more like as you practice. But it's that point of turning inward and yielding to the Lord and saying, you're the Lord, you're my Savior. This situation belongs to you because I belong to you. So it's built into us who God wants to be for us. And once you come to a place of peace and maybe exercise a little bit of rejoicing and thanksgiving, um, not because God needs it, but we sure do. You know, rejoicing makes us feel good about where we are in him. So rejoicing is always for us, and as we focus on him, it creates uh, a substance in our hearts, whether that's joy, peace, patience, whatever it might be, whatever we need in the situation we're in. So think about that for a few seconds. What is it, what can you say to the Lord that would create confidence in you? Uh, for me, that is always, Lord, I know who you are for me. I know what you're like. You're always unchanging. And so I love who you are because you never change. You're always so solid and spectacular and majestic and brilliant. In fact, you're the one that says, <laughs> really, is anything too hard for me? To which the answer is, nah, not at all. So, Lord, I just choose to rest in your majesty, in your sovereignty, in your presence that is never-ending. And, and I rejoice that you have plans and purposes in my life, and this situation is just one of them. When you come to a place of confidence you know, in the Spirit, what happens is that confidence in you actually begins to come to the surface, and it comes out of your mouth you know, with ideas, with thoughts, with expressions. Because once your spirit gets engaged and gets excited, it's almost like it takes wings. And one of the uh, signature thoughts for me as I practiced this going back years ago was I had this sudden revelation that God allows in his wisdom what he could easily prevent by his power and translated into real English, <laughs> that means every problem comes with a provision. How do we know that? Because we are in the kingdom. And the kingdom is different from the world. And so what we're learning is not to think from a place of chaos that's all around us in the world. I mean, you've only got to pick up a newspaper or turn the TV on to a news program, and all you get is bad news and chaos. But in the kingdom, it's the antithesis of that because the kingdom is about the good news of Jesus Christ. It's about the good news of who God is for us. So turning to the Lord creates an expectancy in us that this is going to turn out for good uh, because of who God is. So every problem comes with a provision attached to it. Think about that for a minute. What would that look like? that you get a problem and you automatically think, ha, I'm in the kingdom, that can't be here without a blessing attached to it. It can't be here without a provision, without a promise, without something brilliant from God because this is what he's like. This is why he says, is anything too hard? It's not difficult for him. 
you can imagine him saying, you know, at the problem factory, like, you know, an angel there sticking a provision on it before it gets shipped out. And I like to think in cartoon form, do you? He's <laughs> so funny. So the very idea that God would allow a problem without a provision attached, honestly, does not make sense to me. And then he gives you the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit's job is to make you excited when a negative shows up. Because it can't show up by itself. It's illegal. Why? Because Christ is in you and you're in Christ and different rules apply. So every problem comes complete with a promise attached to it. So what we're doing, what we're learning to do is, you know, momentarily turn our backs on the problem and face the Lord and say, Lord, what is the provision in this situation? What's your promise? What's your blessing? What's your favor for me in this situation? Because you use all things to empower me to grow up into all things in Christ. Therefore, I know this isn't just a, a random test. This is you saying, I've got something for you, and it's really important that you get hold of it. So when a problem go, shows up, you know, you have to get excited. It's, it's the only response in, in the kingdom. If you don't responding towards God, you're normally reacting against something else. So imagine, you know, one morning a problem shows up and you're so excited, you call your best friend. Hey, John, this is Graham. How you doing? <laughs> hey, man, you watched the game last night? Oh, my gosh. How many times are they going to leave it to the last minute to do something? Yeah? I feel like, you know, I should watch these games in a hospital ward so I can have a, you know, defibrillator on right there next to my bed or something. Anyway, I, that wasn't why I called you. I called you because something brilliant just happened. I got a problem. Yeah, no, seriously, right this morning. Yeah, I mean... It's pretty big. I'm really excited. I mean, it's like this problem is so big. If I'm really careful, I could stretch it out for a couple of months. Can you imagine all the stuff I can get out of the Father if I just like play it careful with this problem and not try and just kick it to the curb or something? Why would I do that? Anyway, I'm thinking if the promise is, if the problem's that big, how much bigger is the promise going to be? And, you know, I'm realizing that I need to take a, a little while to really think about, oh, my gosh, this promise, this provision is going to be so big, it could change the game for me. So, you know, I need to think about that. That's why I called you up, because you're good at dreaming like me. So we need to get together and chat, and you need to see my problem. You're, I mean, as soon as you see it, you'll start manifesting, I'm telling you. <laughs> so I need you to come and help me just to imagine, you know, creatively what God is doing so that we can really lay hold of all this, you know, stuff. And <clears throat> anyway, anyway, so uh, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to be a friend here. How are you doing, John? Oh, you haven't got a problem. Well, uh, dude, hang in there, man. I mean, one's bound to come along, right? It'd be like Horsemen of the Apocalypse. You know, you spend all your, you spend ages waiting for one, and then four show up at once. 
<laughs> so hang in there, man. One is bound to come. I mean, you know the Lord. He's faithful, right? But anyway, so I want you to come around and share this one with me. So uh, when can you be available? Dude, right now? Oh, that's awesome. Hey, are you passing St. Arbucks? Could you get me a coffee? Brilliant. When can you get here? 45 minutes. All right. I'm setting my alarm. 45 minutes. Great. See you soon, man. <laughs> Here's the thing that we need to really understand here. Your circumstances are not the problem. Your perception of your circumstances is the problem. And having a perception on a negative does not allow you to see the fullness, the favor, and the majesty that's on offer because, you know, the Father is standing by your side saying, have I got something for you? So let me say again, turn away from the negative and turn towards the Lord. He knows the plans he has for you, plans for your welfare, not your calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29, 11, love that verse. So, all of heaven is attracted to Jesus in you. What am I doing here? I'm giving you a whole bunch of pegs to hang whatever coat you're wearing on, to hang all your worst thoughts on that, and to detox yourself from negativity and come before the Lord and say, you're up to something. I know you. You are up to something. And this is going to be a major experience in my life. And so, all right, here I am, Lord. I'm ready for it. Come and talk to me. Now, that's what I call a brilliant perspective. So today, while it's still called today, have a look at who God is for you. Have a think about what it really means to be in Jesus right now. And what if it's true? And I believe it is because I've seen it loads of times. No problem can be there without a provision being there also. So have fun working that one out. And remember, the Holy Spirit is a flat-out genius at this stuff. And Jesus, well, you know, he's no slouch either, eh? And of course, the Father. I mean, come on, there's four of you in there. And three of them are flat-out geniuses. And there's you. And you're learning to be one. And it starts right here, right now. Hey, thanks for listening. I appreciate it.